0: Welcome to the Empowered Writer Podcast. I'm Bethany, and I'm an author, actress, book editor, and entrepreneur. I'm also a proud pet mama, and I am obsessed with stories, both creating them and helping you create your own. This podcast is all about nurturing that incredible flame in your belly, the one that burns brightest when you can be yourself, be creative, use your voice, and let your big ideas fly. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Writer Podcast. Here I am again, two episodes in two days. It's crazy. And it's but, like, yes, hey, I am this still is, is how I am showing up like for you from now and on. I love that. At least a podcast a once a week. But way. today is a little bit special in because a way that allows I me am releasing really Netflix-style baby.
1: Entire series
0: journey, all about, but comps also at the same time queries, it lets me really lean into fact, Okay, I and, and a lot of people have been stuff. asking about I love creating horses. I thought, I you know what? Let's workshops. just dive in and let's just before, when I was talk about just, comps. Like, talk about what they you know, are. Talk about and say, oh, when we have one big if thing, thing. Sell it for over for getting them. Let's One just do bucks. it. So, I don't know. I we're don't know. going to dive in money stories but Before into people's we do that, lives, but can I just I remind you heard that feedback. my Achieve membership <laughs> you know, is officially I always have open. My Not only is it open, it is open. And I heard the I that members members to founding membership means that if you sign up, before February you, I was first, hearing that over and you over get again. 50, and I totally five get it. Zero. Oh my gosh, what is happening the to the cost of And that's everything. including paying for it's the full year. Crazy. And you get an and additional I don't want to like talk about American so healthcare, but there all around. that were covered for me that are no longer all covered around, and because I don't know about I might you, have to have but a subscription, I feel like this is the year of a prescription. Of Sorry, <laughs> not a subscription. Like we have a a prescription year of the dragon $1900 every time this, this is, is my refilled. year of achievement. And I have insurance anyway. I digress. I'm just saying that it feels like I am I really do get I'm just in that, alignment. You know, things. Are I don't know expensive. why, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know the writing life. I, I, I just, like, like I said, I it's hard to explain. But there are so do many you ever just feel like who love this, this life? You're on the right path in bad. it. Like this, and they just need a little bit the help. right vibe. They just need a little bit. You of vibe. are excited to wake up every, every morning and because cheerleading you just feel like you're doing the thing that it would just get them over that hurdle that they might be. It feels that way. It feels like a new so I was like what you know, can I talked I do? about that in the last podcast I love episode. It stuff, just feels like I would an have like a thousand in my life, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like honestly. And I was like, I want it to be simple. I want it to be like this all-in-one writer hub, like a Netflix for writers. That's what I was going to do first. Just have it be this Netflix for writers. But then I thought, but there's no support in that. And truly having been in this game for 15 years as a writer myself, support is everything. Knowing you're not alone is everything. Having good friends who just get it, who can understand when you're going over that murky middle. And you know, that's, it's just so important. So a membership was born, my achieve membership was born, and I could not be more excited. So, if you go to theempoweredwriter.com, and don't worry, it will be in the show notes. Sign up today before February 1st, get your 50% off, and let's start achieving big. Because I don't know about you, but I have a like Kevin Feige universe plan for my writing and my books. Like, I cannot wait to really get started with this. And I don't think it's any, um, Let's say any coincidence that this creative fire in my belly has really been up high lately at the same time that I have been really immersed in creating this membership. Like this membership is already getting me excited to write again. I just know when we kick off on February 1st, it's just going to be amazing. Like we are going to be the rising tide that lifts us all. I know it. So check it out uh the empoweredwriter.com slash achieve dash membership and you can read all about the details. I even have a video where I show you behind the scenes about what you're getting and how the program not program how the membership works. So check it out. Sign up and let's go. We're gonna have a blast and I cannot wait to see you in there. Now let's talk about comps and queries because that is what this is all about today. I have dropped a four-part series, a 4 part series on these comps and queries because tis the season, right? I mean, maybe you finished that book from last year, you are currently editing it, polishing it up, and you have plans to query by March or April or the summertime. And if you do, that's amazing. Rock on with your bad self, and I am sending you all the good luck in the world. So... What is a comp? What is a query? How do we make sure that we are coming to them in the best possible way, that we are using them in the best possible way? Because honestly, yeah, queries are pretty important. (laughs) For those who want to traditionally publish, queries are like that initial, hey, this is what my book is about. You interested? And someone can easily say, not really, or yes. Definitely. And we want them to say the latter. We want them to be like, holy Christ, this sounds good. Send it to me right now. But let's break this apart a little bit. And I I love talking about this stuff because queries are one of my favorite things to teach and edit. It's probably a holdover from when I worked at an arts and entertainment magazine. And get this, my job was to literally see live theater and go to the symphony and see the most incredible shows for free. And then I had to write, well, I had, and then I got to write a review about that show. Like I'm telling you, I was seeing the miserable. (laughs) I saw 12 angry men. I saw like Joshua Bell in concert many times, actually. He's fantastic. I have pictures with him. I'm so happy to say. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then I had to like, take these shows, but then boil them down, these two hour, two and a half hour shows, and then boil them down to like, 600 words, and do it in a way that was fun and engaging and informative. And it it was good. Like, this was a great job. But it really honed how to get to the heart of the matter, but in a way that wasn't like, okay, what's this girl talking about? Like she's she's saying a lot, but not giving me anything or vice versa. She's not saying enough and I'm confused. So we don't want your query to fall in either of those camps. We want it to be, you are giving just enough that it's like, you know, you're at the food court and you're walking around and you're like you want a free sample and someone takes it because the it just smells so good it looks so good even skewered on that little toothpick and the minute they pop it in their mouth they're like crap wow this is delicious send me to the restaurant please because i need to buy the whole dinner that you know this is a part of that's what we want your query to do and a very nice tool that can help The, let's say, to go continue with the metaphor of the uh, food court sample, we want that aroma to just be delicious. And something that can help do it, (laughs) an aromatic, if you will, is a great comp title, or several. Before we get to that, though, what the heck is a comp title? Like, let's just go back to basics here for a minute. What is a comp title for real? A comp title is a comparative title, something you're comparing your story to. That's all it is. It's no more, it's no less. It's just a comparison. Like if you say, um, think of it in any other context. If you're like, I never had this type of food before. And you're like, oh yeah, it's like chicken. Like if you like chicken, you'll like this. If you like um, chicken cordon bleu, <laughs> you'll like this you know it's just like a reassurance that what you're you're doing something familiar you know you pick some other food like i can't i'm not a huge foodie so maybe this wasn't the greatest example but let's just say you go to like a really fancy restaurant like five star michelin star like it's fancy pants and they bring out something or they say like a special is some amazing dish But I mean, like it doesn't, it's in French or something. I don't know. Bear with me with this uh, example. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay. And the waiter can tell you're confused. Like the waiter understands that you are not getting what he is selling. But he also knows the dish is delicious. And so what does he do? He's like, okay, it's like chicken cordon bleu, but maybe with a little more spice. Think of it that way. And you're like, oh, okay, I love chicken cordon bleu. Perfect. And you end up ordering it because he compared it to something within your reference that you're just like, perfect, yes, give it to me now. It sounds delicious. That is what a good comparative title, comp title, will do. It just gives you that familiar point of reference. And then it allows you to say, oh, okay. I get it. So, think of a movie. For instance, there was a movie that I was legit trying to get my brother to watch. And it's so funny because my brother is a huge movie buff. Like he loves the movies. He loves going to the movie theater, that whole experience. He loves owning movies like in their physical form. He's just he just loves movies. Like you should you should see his room. It's just <laughs> amazingly packed with movies. Anyway, shockingly though, he had no interest in seeing John Wick. None. And I say shockingly because he is an action movie fan. Like he loves action movies. And I was like, oh that's so weird. (laughs) So I went to see it. This was the third one actually. It's really weird. I saw them out of order. I saw the third one first. Then this then the first one and then the second. But I saw the third one and it was great and I loved it. And I tried to convince him to go. I said, seriously, go see this. And he's like, no, the trailers look dumb. (laughs) Forgive him, everybody. Just forgive him. And I said, no, you'll really like it, I promise. It's like, and then I said a movie that he enjoyed that was genuinely like John Wick. And then I said it was like another movie he enjoyed that, again, was genuinely like John Wick. And that's when he started to thaw to the idea of like, oh, maybe this is a mo- a movie for me, a story for me. So, don't put too much pressure on comp titles. And I know that that sounds like counterintuitive because it's like, oh my gosh, you're you're just saying that this could make someone want more food from the food court. It could make a stubborn brother actually go to the movies. These comp titles sound insanely important. Here's the thing. When I say don't put too much pressure on it, what I mean by that is I don't want you to think there's any kind of special formula for it. It's just think of it like you're finding something familiar in the zeitgeist, in a genre, in a type or style, and you're just saying to the person, it's kind of like this. If you like this, you'll like that. That's all a comp title is. There's no, you know, E equals MC squared. Like if you do this plus this, that's a great comp title. Comp titles can be song titles. They can be full albums. Somebody I remember compared their story to Beyonce's Lemonade, like the whole album. I saw that and I was like, ooh, I get it. (laughs) I get exactly what you're going for, the vibe of it. And that's the other thing is you don't have to like hit the nail directly on the head. It doesn't have to be like, okay, wait, I'm writing, pretend like you're writing John Wick, like the, you know, it's not a movie, you're writing the book. And it's like, oh my god, I have to find something that has an assassin who's going after people because somebody killed his dog and stole his car. Where is that story? What is that story? Okay, do you see how you're trying to really get all of those beats into a comp title, you don't have to. It's just that, that essence of it. It's that, I'm going to say it again, vibe. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you could say, John Wick is like, oh my gosh, I'm so bad with coming up with things off the top of my head. And for some reason, all I can think of is Escape from LA, that Kurt Russell movie. And that is That is not a comp I would use for John Wick, actually. (laughs) But anyway, fill in that blank. Like if you're like, um, you know, pretend not John Wick anymore. Let's let's go to something else. Think of a story and just think essence, vibe, like the overall, you know, it's cut from the same cloth. Now, of course, there's different types of comp levels. And we're going to get into that in our next podcast. But for this one, I just wanted to break down that comp titles don't have to be like some kind of special formula that makes you go nuts. Just think of it like you're at a restaurant. The waiter told you about this magnificent dish, but you're a little confused. (laughs) You're like, I don't know. It sounds... I guess it sounds good, but I don't totally get what it is. And you're just that waiter saying, okay, okay, if you like this, it's like that, but just with more spice. Or it's like that, but instead of it being full of spinach, it's full of kale. You know what I mean? You're just trying to have that familiar reference point. So then they're like, ah, okay, I get it. You don't have to go beat by beat, like you don't have to be like crap. I need to find a dish that has the same recipe or same same ingredients in it, and that has to be the comp. No, it just has to be understandable to me, and that's the other thing. When you think of it being understandable to your agent, this is where a bit of research can come in. You look at their client list. You look at the uh, manuscript wish list website check out their Twitter. And if you're like, ooh, they love this particular, like, I don't know, Barry Manilow, <laughs> Copa Cabana. Like they're they're a huge fan of Barry Manilow and especially Copa Cabana. And you're like, oh my gosh, my story would actually fit with that. It has that same vibe. And in fact, if you listen to the lyrics of Copa Cabana, it fits. It's about a showgirl. Her name's not Lola, but you know, there was music in the air. And you can get the vibe. You know what I mean? And so you might be able to say, hey, I'm comparing this to Barry Manilow's Copacabana and blank. And all of a sudden, you have a person saying, oh, I get it. I understand. And not only do I understand, I am interested because I like Barry Manilow, Copacabana. So I hope this was helpful. We're going to dive into more detail in the whole series. That's why I'm breaking this down, because I love a deep dive. I love taking our time. And comp titles, I know, are very, you know, they can trip people up. There's so much pressure on a good comp title. And so the next one, the next episode, we're going to talk about how to generate good comp titles, but just for this one, just make it simple So then your own brain isn't all lit up on fire, like in a bad way. (laughs) And it's just like, oh my God, I need to find a perfect comp title. It has to be great. It has to have all of these things in it. No, it just needs to be a familiar entry point for the person you are telling your book about. So they're like, ah, I see. I get it. Thank you. And they, you know, if they're like my brother, they thaw towards the idea. (laughs) By the way, he loves the John Wick, um, not trilogy anymore, (laughs) quadrupletly. He loves the John Wick saga, by the way. And uh, so he's good. He has, he's earned back his movie cred. But anyway, if you have any questions on comp titles, keep on listening to the next episode because I will break them down even more. Until then, check out The Empowered Writer, achieve membership. And I'll hope to see you in there because guess what? All of February, that's what we're talking about. Queries. You are getting a totally amazing five-part masterclass on how to write queries. I dive deep. If you think this podcast series dives deep, oh, I dive even deeper. Like I go to the depths. To the fathoms <laughs> so check it out become that founding member and i will see you inside